And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people piss? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? <laughs> oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list. A list. A list. A list. A list. You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding this list. This preposterous and ludicrous. But actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill, and we're back with more fun lists for you this week. We're hey, back, baby. Sal? Sally just got back from an adventure. I did. I just got back from <clears throat> Santa Fe, New Mexico uh, with my two... Um, Which I kept calling Phoenix. <laughs> you were like, have so much fun in Phoenix. I was like, yeah, Santa Fe. And you were like, great. Have a great time in Arizona. And I was like, oh, New Mexico. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But have Let a great time. Let me know when you get back from Phoenix. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. Are you going to visit Scottsdale while you're there? <laughs> Let me know how it is. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. It was, I went with Aaron and Grace um, and who are like, you know, my two, two long-term besties and they, we've gone, um, like just happened to kind of go out there that way every time, every year for the last like three or four years. Um, Aaron lives in Durango. And so we always kind of try to meet somewhere that in the winter where she can drive because it's so mm -hmm. hard to get in and out of her airport. So, um, it, it's, it was amazing. It was so much fun. We, I discovered my new favorite place of all time, is? which is a pottery pub. I saw that picture. Yeah. So it's so, it's such a great idea. I'm like, can I make one of these? So it's like this little bar and you go in and you pay like $9 and they give you a pound of clay and you can just like make things with it while you're drinking out of this, these beautiful like pottery throne mugs and they had like cocktails on draft and you know, little tapas that you could have. And so everybody around you, it's all adults, like groups of friends, people on dates, just like creating objects out of clay. Like it's not, you know, I mean, it's like playing with Play-Doh for adults. And it was That's so fun. so cool. Yeah. And they had like little cards where if you, you know, if you didn't have an idea, you could like, shoot, like pick a card and it'll tell you what to create. And it was fun. Like everybody was kind of like going around, like borrowing, you know, tools from other people. And so it was really interactive and we were there for like three hours, just like making little objects. <laughs> and I mean, I, I just was like, this is the best idea. It really is. I love any kind of concept where you're like doing something else while socializing. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yes. So, um, like I haven't done, have you done any of those like, oh, the like paint and, yes, and wine and paint. Night? Yeah. No, I've never done one of those. But they seem like fun. They do. I actually haven't. Um, I haven't done it. It does look fun. I feel like mine would be terrible, but <laughs> that's the fun part, right? Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, those don't appeal to me, but this like pottery thing totally. I mean, I of course, I love doing pottery, A, but it was mm -hmm. just like, yeah, it was uh, it, just in the space was really cool. I just really loved it. And I was like, I feel like I might cry. I mean, this Aww. may be the cocktails, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, maybe you found your calling. Maybe you are destined to open up your own pottery. Right? I did. I did ask Ben. Place. I was like, "Could could we open this?" He's like, "Sure." <laughs> yeah, like 
I love I've been so supportive. He's always yeah. up for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. Let's do it. Will it make you happy? Great. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Happy wife, um, happy life. Well, yeah. Uh well, hey, let's get to our list. Let's do it. You know, it is February now, which is, uh-huh. you know, the second month after everybody makes their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Everybody's still kind of focused on self-care. I feel like I've been really into it lately, like like just protecting my peace, protecting my personal bubble. Like mm-hmm. I only want to bring things into my, my life that are positive. You know, I've just, you know me, I'm, I'm, I'm on a spiritual journey. If I love will. it. I love it. Uh, and I found this <laughs> listicle for BuzzFeed that I thought was really cool. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily spiritual, but it's about like, you know, making your life better. Uh, okay. But it's it's uh, it's a listicle for BuzzFeed by Raven Ishak. And it's, um, it's, I'm genuinely in love with these incredibly smart habits people have made to improve their everyday routines. Um, okay. So, yeah. So it's basically about being more present, being more um, – more productive, like, yeah. you know, things like that. And I think that these are really good tips that I think that people, um, you know, people should read. So she asked the BuzzFeed, uh, BuzzFeed community, aside from exercising, what is the best thing you've done that has improved your life? Um, I love that question because it's yeah. so broad and it can be anything like I feel like there's probably going to be some very small things and then some yeah. really big like high concept things and then things like I put my phone across the room or whatever yeah. in the mornings. Yeah. These tiny little tweaks that could make a big difference. Like um, number one is um, I shower immediately after I get home at night. I used to sit on the couch or bed and procrastinate for hours and I would go to bed so late just because I was too lazy to get up and do my evening routine. I built the habit of getting it done as soon as I get home and it's improved my productivity at night and my sleep schedule like magic. Interesting. That's a good idea. I have found – I usually work out in the morning, so I don't really shower at night. Yeah. But I have found that on the nights that we do um, do like work uh, – like dance class or whatever yeah, on, yeah. at night, if I come home and shower, then like I'm – you know, like it's kind of telling my brain like time to get re- – getting ready for bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like having a fresh mind rather than like a mind that's like just sat in front of the TV and like doesn't want to get up and wash my face. Right. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah, my mind never wants to wash my face. I always say that if I were a billionaire, like if I could spend money on the most like ridiculous, extravagant thing, it would be like yeah. I would pay somebody to like wash my face for me at night while I'm sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I hate when I'm like, I'm like asleep on the couch and I don't want to get up, but I know like I have to get up and wash my face and brush my yeah. teeth. If I could pay somebody to do those things for me, I totally would. I totally agree. You know what I realized for me? It was um, I don't like getting my face cold, like cold water on my face yeah. at night. And so I got the kind of like um, face wash that like you don't like you don't have to put wa- you don't have to put water on your face. You just like put it in your hand and then rub it on. Um, Mm -hmm. And like I put a little bit of water in my hand with the face wash, but like for some reason that it's like whatever that barrier was, I just was like, I cannot get my face wet. I can't get my face wet. But it's like once I put the, 
you know, I put the face wash on, then I can get it wet. into it temperature-wise. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. – it's like something I – I don't know. I mean, it makes no sense. It makes yeah. no sense. But it does – I do now a higher percentage of the time wash my face before I go to bed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that and I will like have those like face like makeup wipes. Oh, those on are my, useless on my for me. I put them on my bed stand so that like yeah. at least I'm like if I'm like in bed and I have not washed my face, at least I'll like wipe my face off with Get that. Some of it, yeah. I yeah. Feel like those don't work at all on my face because I'm spackled with makeup. You're so six inches. You guys can't see Jen. I mean, it's like it, she looks great over video, but in person, you don't want to see is. me makeup free. It's just. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it's like an inch thing. It is <laughs> crazy. <laughs> She's in um, full beat every day. <laughs> I saw this article the other day that was like, I wore lipstick for seven days in a row and this is what happened. It was like, bitch, I've been wearing lipstick every day for 30 years. <laughs> what? Like, what happened? Seven days in a row? Like, what happened? Yeah. Nothing's changed my life. I just like lipstick. <laughs> it just I like a pop of color. What can I say? But it it was just funny to me, like this like outrageous thing. Like I wore right. lipstick seven days in a row, and here's what happened. <laughs> oh man, we are done sure with things to write lipstick. about. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> here's okay. what happened. I had to wash my glasses a little more because I had a lipstick stain on my glasses. Yeah. That's a good thing about wearing lipstick. You always know which cup is yours. <laughs> so true. I'm looking at my uh, soda water can right now. Right? <laughs> That's <know>. mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two is um, random acts of kindness and compliments. You would not believe what an impact buying someone's coffee has or telling the cashier how nice her shirt is. I make sure not to come at things negatively all the time during live conversations unless it's a moral ethical issue then all bets are off i count how long people go in between saying nice things it's shocking how much bad shit people spew spew without even realizing it throw out some good vibes and you'll get it back tenfold but people find out you talked about them behind their backs and it was all a good thing i don't know that was a little wordy curse strength. but i get what you're saying and <laughs> yes. i like it um, i do I, I like that I, too i don't like that they're counting how between how many it's like very judgy yeah. to be like i'm count how many between how many times people say something negative it's like just compliment uh, someone just I, you know <laughs> i just think if you feel it you want to say it then say it if it's a yeah. nice thing, you know? Sorry. I feel like whenever I do it, I make it weird. I still do it and I still compliment people, but I make it weird. I was the other night at uh, when we were hosting the Bravo trivia thing, I was kind of going around and asking people like, oh, so are you here to play? Like, cool, let, let me get you yeah. some like pens or whatever. And this girl complimented me and was like, your hair is so pretty. And I was like, your face is so pretty. <laughs> It's so pretty. I just want to like scrape it off and, and wear it my own. And then I turned to her friend and I was like, and so is yours. Everybody's got pretty faces. And then they both just kind of looked at me like, okay, weirdo. Like, it's just like, I, I feel like I can't take a compliment without giving one back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like it's weird to just like, oh, thank you. Without being like, yeah, and I love your face. <laughs> I want to eat it? What? Um, 
<laughs> this one says, I started listening to my digestive system. Cheeseburgers, ice cream, and fried mushrooms are all delicious, but I got tired of having to run to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, there are – and, yeah, there are general health benefits to not eating any of those things in the first place, but I'm on – I'm knocking on 40's door and I figured it was time to start listening when my body was telling me what it liked versus what I liked. Um, That's a good tip. Yeah, it's a huge tip. As somebody who is embarking on a gluten-free journey, Jen is my gluten-free guide. I I recently was diagnosed with a condition that is uh, not anything serious that is, but like where being gluten-free is – most everybody says it's very beneficial. So I am going down that road. And Jen was like, you sent me like this morning, you sent me like 80 links. <laughs> like, this is the best this, this is the best this. I was like, I knew you would know. <laughs> Only use this kind of pasta. This is a, the, I love it. Whenever people tell me they're gluten-free and they need help, it's like my favorite thing to do is to lead yeah. them on their gluten-free journey because it's not a death sentence. I eat good all the time. I love yeah. food. I love cooking. Food is so important to me, and, but and I'm gluten free, and I you can both can be true. Yeah, you know, and so um, I just it's changed so much over the. I, I remember my aunt was the first person in our family to get diagnosed in the '80s, and there was nothing she could eat. Yeah, and now it's like there's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got to know where to get it. Yep. And I, now I have all the I have all the links. <laughs> the first thing you wrote was Trader Joe's is your best friend. <laughs> it is. They have the best. So I get there. Listen, guys, Trader Joe's. If you're gluten free, they have these really amazing um, gluten free um, English muffins that you could just re- mm-hmm. use to replace any bread or hamburger bun or whatever. They're delicious. And then they have these like fresh um, egg noodle pasta. Um, and it's so good and it boils up in like two minutes and it's delicious and you wouldn't even miss it, Kat. You wouldn't even miss it. (laughs) No, be the judge of that. (laughs) I'll say. Uh, this says, uh, Amanda 43 from Illinois wrote, uh, one tiny habit that has changed my life is never leaving a room empty handed. There is always something in the room that I'm in that belongs in a room near or where I'm going. Shoes from the living room to the bedroom, an empty cup from the bedroom to the kitchen, junk mail from the entryway table to the trash or dirty clothes from the bathroom to the laundry. It just takes one or two things every time you leave a room and your living space stays consistently tidy with minimal effort. Is that and how like, you do it? I just uh, is that how I do it? Yeah, because your um, your place is always clean. Thank you. Um, you know, I didn't. Um, I growing up, I was a slob. My dad actually wrote a song about it, about how I, how disgusting I was, and how <laughs> dirty my room was. So and makes um, sense. yeah, uh, <laughs> and so uh, I um, I just learned different ways to like keep a clean my car is always messy but my yeah, house is always clean and it's my biggest um the thing that I like to do is um rather than um be like oh now I have to do this and this and this and this mm-hmm. I just um set a timer for like yeah. an hour and then I just clean like a tornado and I go wherever my mind wants to go because I have yeah. such bad ADD so it's like uh, 
even if I jump from cleaning in the kitchen to cleaning in the bathroom and then I'm folding blankets and then I'm doing mm-hmm. laundry, but I, I drop this project to start this project and blah, blah, blah. That's okay. I let yeah. myself do it. I don't make myself have to finish a project perfectly before I get to the next one. I just turn on music or a podcast, set the timer for an hour and then just go ADD like Tasmanian devil on right. my house. <laughs> Like and eventually, and love, it's great. You spin to and the I, center. <laughs> I find it enjoyable, and it keeps my house clean. Yeah, yeah, um, that's great. That's a great because I, I definitely do like. I'm like, uh, don't finish this thing, and then I'm all of a sudden, yeah, folding the clothes, and then I'm cleaning the thing, and then I, oh my god, and I, what about this? I got to move this thing, and so yeah, I think that's good to just like let yourself do that and be like, eventually, it'll all get done. And if you don't have an hour a day, do it 20 minutes a day. Like, yeah. you know, just because then you're just getting something done and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I like this, what she's saying here, but it seems a little too um, OCD for me. Yeah, that's you what know? I was going to say. Like, I don't I don't want my focus to always be on cleaning. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I would rather set aside a time and yeah. do, dedicate it to that than, like, always be thinking. Of, I mean, we're, we're just – we're pretty lax in our house and we try to keep – a fairly clean house, but I also am not stressed out by having like a little bit of having clutter here and there. Um, But yeah, I just don't want my whole life or my worth to be in like that my house is clean. Yeah. Every time I leave a room, I don't want to have to think about like, what could I be picking up? Yeah. I'm glad that that works for her though. Yes. Um, Good job. Good job for you. Um, This person said, um, being a busy mom and wife, I struggled to find time for myself when life was quiet. So I now wake up one hour before everyone else. I give myself one hour of quiet. If you truly need your rest, then yes, please sleep. But for me, I needed my alone time. I go to bed early and I wake up before the kids and my husband. I am able to sit in silence and have my coffee alone. I do my morning routine at my own pace. I can go outside when the weather is nice and have some air. I can stretch, do my skincare, listen to music, read, or journal. Whatever I need is that hour for me. And by the time my kids need me, I have already given myself my time and I'm ready to take on the chaos of the kids, pets, hubby, and life. It's really helped my mental health to have a little time for self-care and time for me each morning. That's great. I that's That is good. Not for me. <laughs> that is not. You're an early riser. I mean, we get up early. At, I mean, we get up at... 6 30 here so i'm like i would have to get up at 5 30 it's just not i'm not an yeah. early morning person i don't i also i mean i work from home most of the time so i do have time to myself but I, so i could see if you were like spoken for at, at or if you have like really young children i do remember the like you know moments of quiet being so precious like now it, it doesn't feel as much like that but like yeah I yeah. remember that when Max was a toddler and was home all day and I was home with him being like I just need 10 minutes to myself or an hour would be divine <laughs> yeah um I, yeah I like this I like this for her too uh-huh. but I <laughs> part of me is like well why don't you just like take an hour like what if your husband took an hour like took everything for uh-huh. an hour and then um and then you got an hour free time and you got to sleep. How about that? Right. You know what like I mean? So that's just kind of how I was thinking. <laughs> I but. do love, though, those mornings like on the weekends or like the rare mornings that like I'm up and awake and out of the room, like out of the bed before everybody else. And I do have some time to myself. I do love that. But yeah, it's not worth it to me to miss an hour's, hour of sleep. 
Yeah. I know. I mean, your her her peace and her sleep are both important. Is what yes. I'm going to say. You can have it all, <laughs> ladies. Don't listen to them. You can have it all. You really can. <laughs> Cups Queen says, um, asking for help before I'm at the brink of burnout. Childhood neglect has conscious and subconscious hooks. If my parents didn't care to feed me, why would my boss care if I'm overwhelmed or my partner care if I'm sad? I'm only starting sorry this is a typo but it says i only started asking no it's not a typo i can't read (laughs) Uh, sorry cups queen my bad Uh, i only started asking for help after having my children and i only did it for their benefit for 13 years i'm happy to report with intensive trauma therapy and my (laughs) fungi friends that I now I'm I'm guessing that's mushrooms. Everybody's oh. doing them. <laughs> uh, that I now ask early and for me. That's good. You should ask for help if you need help. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it is good for your children to see you ask for help if you need mm-hmm. it. So good for you, Cups Queen. Okay, um, this one, you actually touched on this earlier. It says, I started leaving my phone in other rooms for hours at a time. If I'm in the living room, it's on the kitchen table. If I'm cleaning in my bedroom, it's in the living room. If I'm expecting a call or something is going on, it's on volume so I can go get it. I've it, I've decreased the need to constantly be on it doing this way, and it's helped me accomplish more tasks, read at night, and just be in the moment. That's yeah. a great. I wish I, I did to that start more. doing that. I've, I know. I feel like I go through phases where, like, I will do that where I like I'll be like I don't even know where my phone is. Like I don't. I haven't seen it for hours. Or I'll go through like a month where I. It's like in my hand constantly. I think I wish I was better about not being on my phone. I need to be better about it. It's that my, like, I always use the excuse, but I don't, I think it's an excuse that I tell myself is like, well, I'm, you know, I'm property manager and emergencies uh-huh. happen and he need to be available 24 hours a day. And it's like, um, but like, if I turn the volume on and I'm in the other room, I could hear it. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? You don't so have a vision. Really- <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Yeah, Tell you what. let's try it. I'm starting today. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that. You All know? right. I'll let you know how it goes. Back. I'll report back next week. Okay. Send so I'm gonna start leaving my phone in the other room with the volume on. I'll text you. And then I'll send you a DM on Instagram and then I'll Facebook message you. And then I'll mark a poll with you. Yeah. Um, number eight is um I left my abusive ex. It was hard and scary, but I'm finally free. If you're able to get out, please take this as a sign that it's okay to leave. But if it's not safe yet, we see you, we love you, and best of luck saving up because you can do this. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and that um, kind of goes. That's a that's a real one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one says, uh, oh, I love this one. This one says, I made it a New Year's resolution to get in touch with a friend every day. It makes me feel less lonely and it improves friendships. Love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I remember um, listening to a podcast at one point that was like, something you can do every day to increase your happiness, like the um, with it for five minutes a day. Here's something you do. It was all like evidence based, and one of them was like writing a note to a friend and just oh. somebody like whoever just being like sending somebody even a text, just saying like, "Hey, I'm thinking of you. Um, you know, I always appreciate this about you. Like, whatever. You know, even as people you haven't been in touch with in a while, and just like touching base with friends. Like, if you do that 
I, you know, if you, that, there were different things you could do every day. Like one of them, of course, was like, write down three things you're grateful for. And then all of these little practices that are like proven to actually make you happier. And that yeah, was one. I love that. I actually, mm-hmm. this is kind of dorky, but, um, but so what? So what? Um, so fucking what? <laughs> you're a dork. But I've been like, uh, I have like a note in my notes. I have like a list of things that make me happy. And like, yeah, if I'm like, you know, I'm trying to keep my vibration high, you know, mm-hmm. to, to be happy and manifest yeah. good, good vibes things and good vibes only. Good vibes only. And so like I have like a list in my notes of like things that make me happy and which is like dumb shit, like dan- going out dancing yeah. or, or even just dancing at home. Like there's like workout videos that you can do on YouTube that are dancing that are fun. Fitness mm-hmm. Marshall, very fun. Um, cooking, you know what I mean? Just like little dumb, like little tiny things that can just like, if you're just like feeling a certain way, you can just look. Pick one of the things and do it and just change your vibes, man. Good vibes only. (laughs) That's my tip. That's Jen's tip is to not have bad vibes. Be like, guys, am I like a spiritual leader or something? Is that me? Yes. Yes. (laughs) 100%. Am I everybody's new manifesting guru? It's funny because I listen to all of the manifestation gurus, right? Like I follow all of them. I follow like Gabby Bernstein, Kathy Heller. I love them. I listen to them. But I can't help. This is not a knock on them. I just can't help but think like what takes a person to the level to where they're like, you know what? I'm going to spiritually like and I watch all these like you know right I'm not saying they're cult leaders but I watch a lot of cult <laughs> documentaries but I'm just saying what is the point to where a person's like and the world shall hear my my truth and you know what I mean yes. and I'm gonna spread aware is that what we're doing right now on the podcast am I delusional I don't know <laughs> That's I'm just how saying I feel about like life coaches which life I think coaches. are very yes. are very like useful for people. I mean, I think it's more like a therapist, right? Where it's like, it's helping you solve your own problems rather than being like, I know everything. But I always am like, man, where do you have to be at your life to feel like, yeah, I should coach other people through theirs? Yes. (laughs) Like I've never felt that sure about anything in my life (laughs) that I felt like I could give that advice on to other people. I mean, I will tell you my opinions, but just know they're coming from a place of high self-doubt. Exactly. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. We're yeah. giving you our opinions, but we are in no way experts on anything. No, nothing. And you should never listen to us. Because <laughs> uh, we're tell your friends. Rate and review. <laughs> this, this one says, I blocked my ex on social media, so I'd quit peeking at his profile. Not seeing his life updates has really improved my life. I, yeah. you know, I subscribe Highly to recommend. that. Yes. Not just, not just uh, people that you don't like, not just exes, but anything or anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself in a way that's like not productive, which is most things like on social media, just block it, block it, get it out of your life. You can just unfollow people. You can still be friends with them on social media, but you don't have to see their shit every day. And it, it's amazing how like, just not having that in your face will make you feel way better about yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, this one says, um, 
which could help with that. This one says, I started unplugging the Wi-Fi at night starting at 11 p.m. Oh, girl, I'm already asleep for like 30 <laughs> yeah. hours at 11 p.m. Yeah, I don't, what like, am I going to have to like set my alarm to get up to turn it off? That's bullshit. I know. <laughs> I would say uh, if we were going to do that, maybe yeah. 6 p.m.? I started right. unplugging the Wi-Fi at night starting at 11 p.m. so I can't stay up late on my computer. I used to stay just mindlessly stare at the screen and before I knew it, it was 3 a.m. Now I'm forced to get off my device and go to sleep at a healthier time. Yeah, 3 a.m. I mean, do you not have like cell service on your phone? Because I don't need Wi-Fi. I know, it's true. (laughs) You You just need to go to bed earlier. I just need to this is. Mm -hmm. Um, This one supports what I was saying earlier. Um, It says, um, sometimes it's better to half-ass something than to not do it at all. I actually yes. picked this up from a post like this and thought it was stupid at first, but then it changed my life. I have six pets, so the chores pile up in my house. I used to have a hard time wanting to dust or sweep because it would feel like an impossible goal. It's still impossible to dust my house completely, but I can take 10 minutes to half-ass dust surfaces, and it's still so much better. I still struggle with perfectionist tendencies, but I have to do a lot less work when a deep clean frenzy hits. I totally agree with that. Okay, this is the last one. Um, A few years ago, I stopped looking at my phone when I woke up in the mornings. I switch off my alarm and lie there or sit um, up for a couple of minutes before getting out of bed and going to the bathroom. I would only allow myself to look at my phone once I was ready for the day and drinking my first cup of tea. And then it says British girl here in parentheses. After I got an Alexa, this progressed to setting the alarm on my Alexa for weekday mornings, which when switched off plays my routine of what's in my calendar that day, the news headlines, and a random fact of the day. I don't always take it all in, but it's a nice way to wake up. I also set my alarm for when I need to get out of bed. It was a serial snooze buttoner, and then I would give myself time to scroll through social media before I got out of bed. The result... I get better quality sleep and feel less tired during the day. Most mornings now, I don't even look at my phone until lunchtime, or when I get the phone call, when I get a phone call or message. That kind of gives me anxiety a little bit. Not looking at your phone mean, until new, until like yeah, lunchtime. like she's like, I mean, she's right. These are good yeah. practices. This, these are things we should all do. But I'm like, what do you mean? Until lunch. <laughs> What do you What do you do? What if somebody What if somebody emails me? What if somebody texts? God, that's an experiment I should try. Well, I'm gonna do mm. the whole experiment of putting my phone in another room. Yeah, and then once I do that, then I maybe I'll graduate into like not looking at my phone until noon. Yeah, I mean happens. it would be hard with your job, but yeah. But yeah. on the weekends, maybe I try it on a weekend day. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Deal. We're going to try it. Okay, new well, new we have, uses. We have so- <laughs> new new uses new us. for 2024. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Um, if you guys have any tips, we would definitely want to hear them. Yeah, like, I'd love to hear, hear like what is yeah. something that you've done that's like achievable to other people that has really like changed your life. So my list this week is from – the website brightside.me. Um, and it is 10 people share funny stories that made them scream. It's not what it looks like. Oh, I love that. Which I That's just love. Fun. And it made me think of the story. I think I told on the podcast once, but when Aaron and I were in seventh grade, we were going, like we were about to have our first school dance 
and mm-hmm. like middle school dance and neither of us had ever slow danced before and we didn't know how. And so we were at the like park in our neighborhood. And so we were like, you know, talking like, how do you know how to slow dance? Like, I don't know how. And I was like, I think you do it like, you know, you put your hands on the shoulder. And so then we're at the playground slow dancing and then my mom's best friend's husband um, mm-hmm. drives by and we're like and honks the horn and we're so embarrassed that we like break apart really quick, <laughs> you know, and then like kind of like, oh, like we weren't doing anything. And he stops the car because he was like, oh, these two girls are up to something. And he was like, let me see your hands. Were you girls smoking? Let me see your hands. And we're like, no, we were slow dancing. <laughs> oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my God. I actually thought you were going to say he thought you guys were like making out or something. <laughs> no, and he thought, you were dancing. I think he oh, just saw funny. the like br- like breaking apart. Maybe he didn't honk or we just saw like maybe yelled a name or something. Yeah. But it was like we like broke apart like we were doing something wrong. And uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he, came, he was like, open your hands. And we're like, what? No. <laughs> We would have never. We were so innocent. I talked about it on Dumb Love, but there are two times where I got in trouble with my parents when I actually had done nothing wrong. To be fair, there were many times where I didn't get in trouble and I should have. In fact, it's funny. (laughs) My my sister was like driving to uh, – they're like taking a vacation, my parents and my sister, uh, this past weekend. And she texted me and she's like, oh, my God, we're listening to the your last ridiculous episode. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, the one where I talk about like stealing a car. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like it was – so I don't know that my parents had ever heard that story because I was so lucky that my friend's parents, whose car it was – they got in trouble, but I think that they knew that if I if they told my dad, he would have killed me. And yeah. so, like they they spared me, and so they never told my dad wow. uh, or my mom. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but anyway, um, so sorry. Now you know. But anyway, um, but there were two <laughs> times that I was not doing anything wrong, but I got in trouble for it, like I was. And one was yeah. like. Corey had a Super Bowl party, which was just like we didn't care about football. It was just like an excuse to like all go to her house. Yeah. And we just and we just like eat football snacks and whatever. And um, I was there for like maybe an hour and I started to feel bad. And then Corey called my parents and she was like, you're um, Jen's really sick. Like, I think you need to come get her. And like because I had the flu and I got really sick. And the whole ride home, my dad was like, you think you're a tough guy? Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and I was like, I'm really sick, and he was like, "Oh, you think you're so cool, huh?" With your friends looking down, and I was like, "I'm not cool, and I'm sick, and like, and like, I kept, I was throwing up all night long, and like, oh. I was trying to sleep in the bathroom because I couldn't stop puking." And he was like, "Get in your room, like you, like you think you're a oh. hot shot," and I was like, "I'm not, <laughs> I'm just." The flu. I know. And so, and then there was another time where Corey and I went to um, Jane's Addiction, and um, it's a long story, but like we were in the front. Uh, we got rocked as far as like everybody getting pulled over our shoulders. We were these tiny yeah. little 15 year olds, you know what I mean? And like we're 15, 16. And um, our jackets got stolen. It was the dead of winter. And so we went home looking a mess. And my parents thought we were wasted and we weren't. And um, they were like, 
uh, th- we tried to tell them we were at a concert and they're like, where's your ticket? And I was like, oh, I lost my, my jacket got stolen. Like, Corey, where's your ticket? And there, she was like, my jacket got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in trouble for that, even though we didn't do anything wrong. We were totally yeah. sober. We just went to a concert. Yeah. So. Oh, and I'm sure you just like smelled like a brewery, you know, because like yeah, then we everybody could smoke, and so you probably smelled disgusting. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we were just covered in like a thousand people's sweat. It was right. disgusting. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, Listen, okay, so here's I admit the first when I'm one. wrong, and I yeah. was that's wrong during those two things. <laughs> I'm justice for Jen, <laughs> Caroline. Justice for Jen. Take it back. <laughs> Um, okay. So I got to visit my grandma before leaving back to university. She always had small chocolates for people visiting her. I was loading my stuff in the car and I put the small chocolates in the back, in my back pocket. It was a hot day at the end of summer. I stopped at traffic and realized that the chocolate between me and my car seat was probably not a good idea. So I'm reaching for it. Chocolate already melted and the package opened. My left hand was full of melted chocolate. I realized that the girl in the car next to me just saw a guy bringing up his hand full of a brown sticky thing the look on her face was totally worth it oh my god <laughs> that's disgusting it's totally like the the seinfeld like it was a scratch not a pick yeah like, yeah it's melted chocolate like just oh uh. <sighs> amazing um Okay, I was driving to college holding my hand up to my ear to hear myself better as I practice for a choral performance. Cop pulls me over and is surprised to see that my phone is in the back seat when he asked me to retrieve it. Oh. I explained that you hear yourself better when you hold a hand to your ear. After a long <laughs> pause, I panicked and couldn't think of anything else to say, so I just went, just try it, and started singing on the side of the highway, of the two-lane highway. He left me off with a warning. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my God. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's Mariah Carrying. Yeah. Let me Did alone. You know? That's so funny. Um, okay. I was at a corporate function. The company president was cleaning his glasses with a paper napkin. I always keep a microfiber p- cloth in my pocket. I wear glasses too. So I hand it to him. He responds with a confused, huh? I also have a son who's going through potty training. So I kept to spare clothes. I look over and the president of my company is staring down at the pair of Jake and the Neverland pirates underwear. Oh God. Boy size small that I just handed to him. My immediate response was those aren't mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. like, oh my god well, i mean totally funny. explainable and like for anybody who has kids you just be like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> this next one says i was staying over at my girlfriend's apartment we were in bed and the only light in the room came from a bright lamp on the table on her side of the bed i'm a bit sensitive to bright light and have a lazy eye that makes it hard to focus on things that are really close Things like my girlfriend at that particular moment. I asked, could you turn that light off? You're really hard to look at. I don't know which one of us had the bigger look of horror on our faces. (laughs) Aww. That's more of a, that's not what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it looks like. That's funny. Uh, Okay. I was a swim coach for teenage high school girls when I was in my mid-20s. The job often required getting in the pool, demonstrating swim strokes. I was at the mall, and I saw one of my students walking towards me with her parents. I said hello to her twice before she noticed me, and once she realized who I was, who I was, she said, Oh, hey, I didn't recognize you with all your clothes on. Oh, my God. That poor kid. 
<laughs> Poor guy. He was just like, no. While my roommate was gone one Sunday, I clogged the toilet. Our plunger didn't work well. The pipe in the toilet burst and began to flood the bathroom with brown water. I was barefoot, <gasps> and in my haste to escape the torrent of horror, I slipped and bashed my head against uh. the door. The doors were cheap and made of cardboard, so I punched a hole in my in the door with my cardboard. face. Maybe my particle be. board, probably. Particle board, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Um, I punched a hole in the door with my face and broke the lock, thrusting the door wide open. My roommate walks in and sees my bruised forehead, a massive hole in the door, and the bathroom flooded. First thing I said, I seem to be in a bit of a pickle here. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just like I love those like series of events that you're just like, and then I slipped and then I the fire lit this and then this person did this. Like, oh, my God. So great. This is a kind of a poop story, but one time when I was um, right out of college, um, my friend Bethany and I lived together and um, our like toilet was super like wasn't working one day. And so we called the um, super like the manager and he came in and we were like, oh, my gosh, what what was the problem? Like we couldn't get it to work. And he goes, shit, giant shit. <laughs> we were like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. Was that you that I was talking about? Um, No, no. I think I was at my friend's house and she was telling – like, and everybody was talking about, like, having a poop knife in their house. I've never had a poop knife. No. Have you ever had a poop knife? Okay, good. Oh, gross. But I'm not going to say who said it, but she was talking about how, like, it's like – and then everyone was, like, saying that they had had poop – poop knives in their house, which is, I guess, to like cut up the poop if it's too, I can't even, you know, I'm not a poop person. Yeah, I know you're not a poop person. So this, this pains me. But um, it's, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know that that's a thing, really. I don't know that's a thing. I mean, I've heard of it and like, I am a poop person, so. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, no. Oof. Uh, Um, Yeah. Okay. When I was little, my mom would sometimes take me to work with her at a little shop she ran. I would often pass the time by drawing and handing out my works of art to customers. One day when I was three or four, I learned about dialing 911. I thought the concept was so important. I wrote call 911 on all the doodles I handed out to the customers at mom's shop that evening. My God, that is hilarious right people started thinking i've been kidnapped freaked out mom had fun explaining that one to the police oh my god that is so funny oh god god like because what would you do if you got a little note that was like a drawing and it was like call 911 yeah of course i would think yeah oh that's amazing i love that Um, you think that that kid just loved the concept of that you should call 911. Yeah. You and I'm sure it was like, yeah, it was like so like, you know, hammered into them. Like, you know, when you're like, t- like t- making your kid learn your phone number. Yeah. I, Max still is like, I know your number, but he knows like the code to get into my phone. He thinks that's my phone number. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not my phone number. <laughs> it's just... My passcode. He like doesn't know the difference. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I remember um, this is a weird thing that we did, but it's like it's not that crazy. But we moved into the house next door because it was like 
for sale. It was yeah. bigger. We moved yeah. next door. And I remember when my teacher asked me like what my address was and um, I was like 76 Stonewurf Avenue. And she was like, no, it's not. It's 78 Stonewurf Avenue. It was like, no, we moved next door. And then she was like, right. And then I remember when she had like a meeting with my mom and she was just like, "Uh, Jennifer's a liar. She likes to lie. And I was like, my mom was like, we did move next door. You idiot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. I know. Um, Okay, I'll do a couple more. Um, I used to work as a security guard at my company. I greeted everyone when they came in the door and made sure they were wearing their security badge. You could either wear your badge on a lanyard around your neck or on a belt clip. I've been doing the job for like two years when I'm outside talking to some of the girls that work on the second floor. One of them just flat out asks why I always check out women when they come in to visit. Turns out there was a lot of talk about how I was looking women up and down when they <gasps> came through the door. Well, I was looking everyone up and down. I'd look at their chest first to see, and if there was no bag there, I would move, my eyes would move to their belt. It was kind of my job and stuff. Oh my God. Oh, that's Poor. so funny. Oh. Poor guy. It was my third day at my new office job. When I washed my hands, my pants touched the countertop, which was covered with water. It looked like I peed myself. I thought to use the hand dryer, dryer, so I line up in front of the hand dryer like I'm looking for a good time. I look at myself in the mirror as I start thinking, this won't look good if, and of course, the CIO walks in. He looks at me and asks, do I need to call HR? To which I responded, no, it's consensual. We had a good laugh about it, and he never let me forget that moment. Oh, well, at least. <laughs> which is good. Is funny. Right? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. That's so funny. that's my list. That's a good that was, one. That's that a was good a good one. time. Joyful. Good time. Fun. Cool. Should we get to our list? Let's see. get to our list. Okay. <laughs> So this list, our top five, is our top five most useless purchases. Yeah. And I had a hard time because I have so many useless purchases. I know. (laughs) I had a hard time too. I was like, I had to pick just five and I couldn't, it was hard to rank like what, like I tell you, I'm sitting, I'm sitting right in front of one and this isn't even on the list. You know what this is? It's an electric lighter. It's just the exact same thing that an, a regular lighter does, but it's electric and you have to charge it to use it, which is guess so what? You don't useless. have to charge a regular lighter. It's so stupid. Anyway. Okay, okay. so my number five is kind of a general um, trend, and it is almost every small appliance we've ever bought. And uh-huh. so, like every kitchen appliance, like ice cream maker, rice cooker, waffle iron, right? We have bought and then never used any single one of those. I mean, the only one that has ever really gotten use is the Instapot, and I make I one use thing my in Instapot, it, yeah, <laughs> but I make it often. <laughs> and that is like we're just. I'm like, why? We kept thinking like, oh, we should get an air fryer. And I'm like, no, we should not get an air fryer. That's just like another thing in our list of things we're going to buy that we're I never going to use. I do use my air fryer. I have a tabletop yeah. one like that. It also is a toaster. Uh-huh. I think we talked about this with Dustin. Um, he's going to have so many 
so many opinions about this, like, like, <laughs> like you know, multifunctional yeah. things or whatever. Yes. But I will say the toaster function on the air fryer, it takes five minutes to make toast. Mm. It's like, give me a break. A toaster takes two seconds and it costs 12 bucks. Right. The toaster. <laughs> anyway, so that was stupid. But I do use the air fryer part. Yeah. Um, we do now have an air fryer funny. in our oven. Like our oven has an oh, air fryer mode, which nice. I never used, but – yeah, we're very fancy. fancy around here. Yeah, that is fancy. <laughs> um, number five that I, my number five is um, napkin holders. Why? Why do we have napkin holders? I know that they're like for pomp and circumstance and for show, but it's like, but like, who needs their napkin held? You know? Why? Yeah, it's just pointless. So I I know. We do also have napkin. I think we registered for them when we got married. <laughs> we have a set of napkin holders that we're like, what do you, what do you do with these? I know. Um, just fold yeah. it real nice. There's all kinds of ways to fold. You don't need, and I. There's just no reason for a holder. I just don't have the kind of lifestyle where anybody expects me to even have cloth napkins. Like I just yeah. – I can't imagine you coming to my house, I make you dinner, and you're like, where's my napkin holder? <laughs> like, I probably used cloth napkins in my house like maybe two or three times. And I like to entertain. I like to cook for people. Yeah, but same. When, you know it's a fancy dinner if you come to my house and I offer you – a a paper napkin instead of a paper towel. Yes. <laughs> exactly. When I get out those Trader Joe's fancy <laughs> yes. paper napkins, the you thick know ones. I, I mean business, and you know you are a guest of honor. Otherwise, yeah. it's paper towels. <laughs> it's paper towels, yes. Uh, probably set on the roll in the middle of the table. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, my number four is um, every like skin beauty product, like not makeup, but like I have super sensitive skin and I um, always seem to forget that. And so I'll buy like like the retinol or the whatever and every yeah. single one makes my face break out, but I'll keep buying them. I keep trying. I keep thinking something's going to make not do it and I get influenced by all the beauty girls and I just... <laughs> It's so Milk. hard not to. Cetaphil. I know. <laughs> That's it. That's what I use. Lotion. That's it. Um, my number four is chargers. Like the plate <sighs> under the plate. I'm just like I, I can't, I'm stuck on table settings right now. Yeah. Like like the, the plate under the plate. I actually just saw, and maybe that's what why I even thought of these is I saw like a TikTok or something where a girl was eating her dinner off the charger. Yeah. And the whole family was like, oh my God, Meredith, you're eating off the charger. That's not the plate. It's a charger. It's a thing that's shaped exactly like a plate. And it's in a front plate. of you, like a plate would be. <laughs> but that's not the plate. It's like, what's the point? Do you have chargers? I don't have chargers, but I my um I, I know people that use chargers. Why? It's, it's like, I get it. It's nice. It's pretty. It's a nice, pretty table setting, but I don't understand the point of it. And if somebody can explain it to me, you might be able to change my mind. If it's something outside of aesthetics, yes. please change my mind. But otherwise, I don't know the point of a charger. I don't get a point. I don't, I don't get the point. Okay. No. I have not even thought about them. I thought you were meant like phone chargers, and I was like – No. Those are – those are useful, but 
I do have a habit of buying cheap phone chargers. Yeah. That then don't charge your phone. So like that is, those are pretty useless. Yeah. Um, okay. My number three is, uh, this is very specific, but <laughs> one time Ben and I, um, my mom was, was uh, run. She used to work at a university, and they were holding this big fundraiser. And it was like right after I had graduated from law school, so we were like actually had a little bit of money. I was like making a salary for the first time in my life, and so there was this silent auction, and they there was a a house in Vancouver Island that went up for auction, like a week at a house in Vancouver Island, and so we bid on it, and it was something like we bid something like. $600 and it was mm-hmm. like worth like thousands. So, I mean, we were, we were not expecting to win this bid, but we were like, Oh yeah, we have like a little bit of money in our pockets. And then everybody went around and was like, that's Reese's daughter who bid on that. Nobody else bid on it. <gasps> so we won it, but we had to pay $600 and then we couldn't afford to fly there. <laughs> Because oh, we no. only had a little bit of money. So we still joke about like, hey, do you think we should take that trip to Vancouver Island? And it was like, <laughs> we had been married like one year maybe. And we still have like this gift certificate. I mean, we can't. I mean, obviously Aww. it's expired, but it was like very like, That's we were like, so oh, funny. no, 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 you're not doing us a favor. <laughs> we're not doing us a favor. Oh, oh God. Yeah, we should, should frame it. it. Yep. On your wall. <laughs> Love That's truly the most useless thing. <laughs> Uh, my number three is um, – I know it's a joke and I know it's a joke thing, but it's just like kind of pointless and it takes up a lot of space. And if you're using it not as a joke, you probably have a problem. But it's one of those giant wine glasses that holds an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah. Yes. It's like I know it's meant to be funny, I guess, but it's like uh, where are you going to put that thing? Where are you going to put it? Do you have a shelf for that? Is it funny all the time? Is it funny every time you use it? And then like – And is it always funny? Like, look at me. I'm alcoholic. Yeah. If somebody gives you that as a gift – Drink that whole bottle of wine and you're (laughs) – it's wasting it if you don't. Yeah. If you drink the whole bottle of wine, that's a problem. If you share it post-COVID, that's a problem. It's a problem. Um, So (laughs) I just just don't get it. Uh, My number two is um, every planner – that I've ever bought since ever, <laughs> since since phones were invented. <laughs> right, right. I know. Like, why? Why am I still buying planners and thinking they're going to change my life? Like, why? <laughs> they're all blank. They all have like one entry, and then that's it. Like, no. planners. I know. I never use the planners, but it's funny. Um, the uh, people there's like a handful of us comedians that still use notebooks that you write in with a pen. Yeah. Oh, I do. And I'm one of them. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's like a few of us left and people always like look at – like you. we go in any green room and it's like a million comics on their phone and yeah. like reading their notes on their phone and then you see like the book – the people with the books and <laughs> very even... few. I think it says older people. I don't really see younger people with actual books. That's so notebooks. funny. I Let's... didn't even think of it as like yeah. a lost art. I – yeah, I mean that makes sense. I still like write every single one of my set lists out on like a note card or like a piece you of paper. You do? I have it both in my notes and in my notebook. Like my notes and my yeah. phone just in case I forget my book or something. I like yeah. to know like every single 
joke I have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like they can go through, check, check, check. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number two, my number two most useless. And now I don't have one. I just think that, and I don't really have any of these things. I just think they're dumb. Uh, is a, a useless product is a, my number two is a quesadilla maker. Like if you can't just flip your tortilla, I don't even length seen wise, that, but I, that I don't know be... what's wrong with you. <laughs> or if you can't lay another tortilla on top of another tortilla, right? You've got problems. You've got like, some and issues. then you have to like you have to take it out. You got to plug it in. You got to spray it. You got to clean it. It's just like there's no need for a quesadilla maker. Somebody failed no. you. Someone failed you. <laughs> you should you not be allowed using a quesadilla to cook. maker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you need a quesadilla maker, you've got way bigger problems. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So my number one most useless product I've ever bought was a sewing machine. And uh, oh, really? Not that they're okay. useless in general. They was useless to me. And I like this was like early in our marriage. I like begged Ben to get me one for Christmas. And he was like, I'm not getting you a sewing machine. That seems so like antiquated. And I was like, no, I really want one. I'm going to sew. I think I'm going to sew like all of our curtains and I'm going to sew like pillows. And I'm, I think I'm really going to get into sewing. And he was like, I just don't think you're going to use a sewing machine. I was like, I'm like offended that you would <laughs> think that. I'm very crafty. <laughs> and then he got me a sewing machine and then it sat in a box in our house for six years until we gave it away. <laughs> you never used it ever? Not once. Not oh once God, did I take so it out. Funny. And he would always be like, oh, how's your sewing going? And I'm like, just, you know, I'm going to get on it. <laughs> I have a sewing okay. machine. I uh, used to use it a lot. Like I used yeah. to, um, you know, make quilts and stuff because I was like, like I said, I have ADD. I'm always doing some. But um, but now it's funny because it's just been sitting in the closet. Whenever something needs to be sewn, it's so much easier to just like grab, just do it by hand. Like a hand, yeah. Yeah. It's like because I'm forever <laughs> – Louise calls it um, her stuffed animal hospital whenever like one of her stuffed animals yeah. is – which they all do. They rip down the seam. They're all made <laughs> right. so crappily. And so I'm constantly like sewing up her stuffed animals. But like I don't feel like getting, a, you know, a whole you machine You got to do the like the it. bobbin. thread it. It's so annoying. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I get <laughs> That's it. That's why it never got, never got used. <laughs> yeah. But it was like such a running joke because I was really like offended. I was like, I'm going to use it. What do you mean? I'm telling you what I want. And he was like, I don't want to buy you that. And I was like, but I need it. I'm going to make curtains. I'm going to be I a homesteader. That's so funny. <laughs> and that a trad wife? Yeah, I'm going to be a trad wife. Then. Yeah. Ugh. I've been um, seeing a lot of trad wife posts lately. And listen, here's what I think about trad wives. Um, I think like, yeah, that on one – like, I yeah, that sounds awesome. Like, if you like being a homemaker, cool, mm -hmm. do it. And those are all fun things, great skills you know, and like do what makes you happy. But what I don't like are the like, like pristine white flowing dresses and um, like don't act like you look like that being a trad wife. Okay. Yeah. Like don't act like, like your hair is perfect and your makeup is perfect and you're in these like flowing white gowns and everything's so easy and like, oh, I just, oops, I just baked pie it's like, no it's messy <laughs> yes and it takes time and that's cool if you like baking a pie but don't act like it's like 
just this like um, this beautiful ethereal um, experience right? while holding a baby in one arm and a toddler at your hip and you're just spinning around in a gorgeous dress. And, <laughs> and your your babies are also in gorgeous dresses. I'm like, I am sorry. Yeah. That means that your kids don't do shit. If I they can like that. stay that clean, then exactly. your kids are having no fun. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Trad wives. Um, <laughs> My number one is, um, and I, this is kind of a throwaway because I mean it kind of goes with everything else. But a popcorn machine, like a machine, like, like a big one. Yeah, like a big one, or even just like a popcorn maker that, like, you have to, like, you could do that in a pot. Yeah, just as easily. <laughs> Just as easily. Or microwave yeah. popcorn. There's just like – you don't need the whole big crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, I like it when, when people have the ones in their house that are like the movie theater popcorn machines makers. I think that's kind of fun because I've never had a house big enough that it would – it wouldn't be like um, have to be in the middle of my living room. <laughs> like it was, there's yeah. nowhere to put that. Um, I did so if notice you, if you have sorry. a media room, if you have a yeah. media room, you're allowed to have like a popcorn machine. But I understand what you mean by like the popcorn makers. It's like yeah, just put it in a pot, put some oil um, in a pot. One of the first things that I noticed when watching the Natalia Grace documentary, uh, which was I think. I, we talked about it briefly in here. Which yeah. Is wild, wild. But I think the wildest thing is that the dad who's crazy has a giant popcorn machine <laughs> in his <laughs> living room. Right. Like he has so many issues right now. So many issues. Um, he lost his, his family, he lost yeah. his business. He's lost his cars. As he says, he says these things. I don't yeah. know if they're actually true. But what he did have time for, what he does yeah. have energy for, is mm-hmm. to purchase and maintain this giant ass right. popcorn <laughs> machine. But God damn it, if you go to his house, you are going to have a snack. <laughs> he will feed the entire neighborhood with he- bags of popcorn. <laughs> he doesn't have family. He doesn't have money. He doesn't have peace, but what he does have, a giant popcorn maker, <laughs> machine, movie theater style. Oh, oh well, man. You know. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we want to hear what are your most useless products, uh, either things you have or things that you see. Um you can reach out, get in touch. We would love to hear from you. Um, we're at the ridiculous pod on Instagram. We're at the ridiculous podcast on TikTok. You can rate and review, tell a friend. We would love that. We would, we would love all of those things. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for participating. Thanks for having fun with us on Instagram. Um, and we'll be back next week with more fun lists. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous.